Poetry Night rings through. I, I didn't perform out of prison, but that would be kind of scary, wouldn't it? That was you. No. Not on my page. Okay. There's another Carrie Cox masquerading as me, performing in prisons. Hello. Thank you for having me here. I, uh, it's very much an honor to be here. I've only been to Bellingham one other time. Um, so this is pretty special for me. Uh, I live in Seattle, so I drove up here after work and... Um, I'm very excited to be here. So my name is Carrie Cox. I've known Dobby for about eight years, I think. And uh, he's one of my favorite poets and people. We've been through a lot together, and he invited me up here, and uh, I'm glad he did. So I wrote my first poem when I was six, and I just didn't stop. You know, when people ask me my poetic influences, I say Dr. Seuss and hip-hop. Um, Words were like my early toys, and I just loved the way they sounded, and you could play and mash them together. Like, that's what Dr. Seuss kind of said. And then E.E. E. Cummings, and later just seeing people who kind of broke all the rules in a way that I didn't even know you could do. And that kind of, Dobby often says I have a melo melodic tone to my poetry. There's a lot of uh, kind of rhythm and music and melody kind of built in to the whole flow of the thing, and that's really important for me. So... Uh, I will just go ahead and read you some of my work. How much time do I have, Dobby? Okay. Let's see if I can keep you guys entertained for 20 minutes. So my first poem is called Dead Man's Bluff, a play on the old blind man's bluff game we played as kids. Dead Man's Bluff. Give me your blindfold, your new eyes, your machinery, let me see your shoulder blades destroy stillness and rock like moonlight on rippling lake. Give me your megaphone, your veils, your caution tape, your mantras. It's time to swim again, through and back again. It's time to remember the words to the oldest song. Show me the button, the freedom you wear. Teach me how to press it again and again. Show me the telephone wires where you grew up the stories you wrote before you knew what stories were. I'm elevations above the rain, rain clouds now, waiting for your child voice to look up. Show me your face paint, your deep stare. Give me directions to the parts of you that aren't made of water. Give me your sharpest tools, your wettest fears. Let me weld us home. Watch the sparks fly and shower. Give me your fullest hunger. Tie stones to our palms, stomachs. Cut away the anchors of these mirrors. And show me your wind chimes, your shipwreck, your machinery. I am no shadow, and you are no blindfold. Thank you. I've been writing a lot of... Uh, prosy type poems and usually I don't have time to read those at a reading but since I have 20 minutes you guys are in luck so I call this one the hollow of an echo I'm not full of legs anymore pants or petunias or poems I left the fireworks in the basement when I moved out wrote your name and code on the wall knowing neither of us was coming back 
I'm not full of rat poison anymore, heroin tales, whitewashed weekends. I have no tolerance for the tantrums you told me were coming, blue-blooded lake beds where Cherokee land lays hidden. I was just as lost then. Devout was how I wanted you, upside down and canvas rough. I see your children now and know their French muscles and pronunciation were in you all along dirty and whispered the blankets pull tighter around my waist when I think of the faces you made while singing the highway caressed us back into believing I still had it then I'm not full of decisions or frequent flyer miles I have seized trying to measure my own trenches and towers I breathed my way through swamps and snakes and simple syrups stuck to my skin like sacrament canoeing through blue heron heartbreak the widest wings I'd ever seen. The dropped arms of oaks brushing against the back of my legs, prickly with heat and homesickness. I needed a new set of gills for this. I'm not full of sky anymore, not ocean or green grass or even sadness. The songs have sung themselves out and the silence seems more like memory miraging itself into empty desert, duneless, endless, Laced up with lions with paw thorns and malice licking the sides of my tongue while I choke on goodwill and worse fortune. Spring comes hard these days, black ice mornings etched with late sunshine, wooden boats sloshing our names together. The sailor's eulogy splashed along the arteries where the pulse pulls it like a tide toward craters of cop-outs. I am empty as an echo now. Thank you. So you guys are the first to hear most of these. I haven't read in a while, so these are brand new, our first reading. Um, I call this one choreography. I am thinking warrior and shepherd dreams, clogged hands and hearts, music in the city, brass bands and breastplates. I am thinking of breaking down. Holes in the ceiling, invisible in the dark, upstairs silent, the whole sky shivering. We keep to ourselves sometimes, listen to sleep come creeping over our daytime skin. You think maybe something is missing, a limb, a sentence, an animal that makes a certain sound. I think that anything is true if the sound of it is structured like the sky. But blame is a cowardly tantrum when you play it as a war march, another crimson doorstep pretending to be a welcome mat whose knock is coming to shift the tides this time I'm thinking of cold feet and blackberry sticker bushes all summer long sand in my socks a new kind of dreaming made more in the flesh quicksand I'm thinking of appetites that never seem to get filled come quickly now there's a vanishing point where my clocked out conscience bleeds a tire punctured the whole world spinning out of control there's a vicious doll nesting inside of eight just like her, each more looming, less lovely. I am one-sided paper. You must be a diamond. So many facets I'm dizzy with possibility and tempted to trample the dying light with my own ancient feet and call it a new kind of dance. 
So I do have a couple of books. I didn't bring any, but uh, next time. <laughs> I really enjoyed hearing uh, all of your poetry. Tom, we're all ocean walking around on land. That was very cool. Um, this poem is called Boa Constrictor. Heavy-bodied, you tame me like juice. Solid as a controversy, the tick-tock tempo blesses the yeses I'm afraid to say. Dollars and common rare names worn like modesty, these vain morsels come crowding in the mouth. Mondays make us mourn that lazy prey, coughed up tourniquets, the lake you left me by, all fangs and fortunes spun out wheels, the dredging never stopped. Oil spills gird the glowing bioluminescence, words crackle on the surface, old poppy ships sunk way below. Tales of spurs and albino cloth covered in moths, covered in soft spots and months without clocks. Run now, your mother has withered, the streets have grown thinner, my life's the cause, the effect is the sinner, burrowed in desert of barren beginning. You live, young, inside me, cordially coiled, limbs sprouting like sentences, wet ink, new cells, old nights and Easter. I skinned the red moon, played music from memory, born again, metabolism. I'm going to read this one. I love crows. I have this crow tattoo. It has three little stars in it. I got it on my 30th birthday in New Orleans. And um, I really love crows. I love the mythology of crows. I love how smart they are. You know, they can solve these seven-piece puzzles to get out a piece of food. They're pretty amazing learning using tools. So this is called What the Crow Knows. Watching crows breathe through winter's asthmas, I am riding sounds in a cold sky, shivering. Thermometers cracked below zero, bossa nova on the stereo, that one old record that skips just right. As if drunk, the clocks treat us badly. We join them, spilling wine against each other's throat as the night grows thick. The even edges rough themselves up against the windows, hail and heaven beating hard now as the howlers dress in skirts of wind and flounder for words. To be haunted is to be special, you told me. Running your fingers along my dreams, I shiver against that memory when I'm alone too long now. Old angles in your face breathe hard on my wrist, all wolf and power, my melting heartbeat answers in time, pounding through water and danger. Bring me flames again, these winter-glistened arguments have left me numb, all music touch-tones crudely crumbled against my breastbone. Now a love song breaks off in the beak, crow drawn in charcoal against snowbank, then smeared across blank sky. I own the rights to all of it, blessed with splinters of ballet in my tantrum tees, bored of boys and barroom brawls, I come whispering hard of want. Working through puzzles to where the pieces hide, the old oak your scent pretends, the wild rides of your teenage hands, the songs that crack you widest, 
the words shaped like a key. The crow thought it shiny, hid it here, between the branches stacked with silence, like a poem I almost wrote on your sleepwalking skin. So I wrote a poem when I had a fever. (laughs) It's always fun, right? (laughs) And it's all about all the times I had fevers. So it's called uh, pyrogen, which I think is a word for something that makes you have a fever. So if not, poetic license. Pyrogen. I've got a fever. It tastes like metal, like a boy as rough as metal. I've got a fever now. My head is swimming, face is flushed. You are a clown face bobbing in the corner like a helium balloon. I'm understated, misunderstood. I'm dreaming of crows fluttering below the floorboards and Ouija boards and the way your mom sings when she cooks. I might not make it. This has happened before. As a baby, the nuns packed my tiny body in ice for a fever of 105. They said I might not make it. Or the time my mother put me in a bathtub full of cold water for the fever in my eight-year-old body that just wouldn't break. I dreamt of snakes that time, a hundred feet long, bright green, thick as tree trunks, swaying in a chlorine pool deeper than time. Fever dreams that you never can forget. But the worst part is how you can't get warm despite the raging heat inside your own body, boiling the blood, sneaking seizures into your heart and head. Quakes like November, an age-old avalanche but I'm barefoot, like the time I ran away from the hospital. Shots of penicillin saved me from selling my soul that time in the abortion clinic when a fever sent me home with my delicate condition intact, racked with flu and shaking through the night. I've got some sickness in the story, some stolid nighttime trial with a jury that I've made of sticks and stones, and the medicine is milked from the silence of the splinters and the strings that hold the heart beating in its place. Quiet is the space around the mercurial messes where the temperature is tattling of the subtle ways we moved. I remember the ugly treasons of state-line serpentine seams torn through like green gowns and quarantines, stitched to lessons in triple-locked red velvet scenes, slave to the balcony's beckoned harvest moon extremes. I was ready for cooler seasons, vitamins, living pristine, or something less obscene. But now, just fever, vertigo, symptoms of sticky screams, old forest remedies, witchcraft, voodoo, ancient songs around a fire, a face I've never seen next to yours as I make my exit, skin on fire, palms clean. Okay, so, oh, cool. Thanks, Davi. Davi's always got my back. (laughs) All right. This is a prosy thing. It doesn't have a title. I'm not very good with titles. She comes elephant-hearted down your driveway, saddled shoes, band-aid knees, iodine stained from her mother's hands. You knew the weather was changing by how the hem of her skirt kicked 
kicked and twitched. She kicked at gravel, burned like wet gas in a lab, clear blue, all the way through. It was summer again. She made sure of that. Birds arched into the sky, robins' eggs crushed and pasted up there on the ceiling of this world, swaying like an old swing, her descent winding her through this angled forest full of nettles, full of old bicycles and rusted coffee cans. I can't tell the truth anymore, she thought, with a small butterfly nestled inside her left wrist. Cousins on bunk beds were fighting her for spoons. Knuckles broke open and out flooded hope. The sugar bowl heaped itself back into her heart. Some red-headed anger burst into water. No one could believe it or tell the story right. Now she thinks of a little black lamb that she fed with a bottle. Now she thinks of a lake full of history, stories of diamond factories, the taste of her grandma's baby blue kitchen. Stars never look like stars, really, burning for something they call years of light, light years away, as if distance was brightness and could be turned down dim. Why do things come apart all the time? But the real question was how did they join up at random? Classic distortions of beautiful music creased at the tips and tender. She had a stick now, trailing in the damp dirt behind her, still shape-shifting secrets from attics imagined. Skeleton keys, her mother had told her, could open anything dead. Thank you. I will read one last poem, Davi. Yeah? Sure. Okay. Okay? Okay. Cool. Uh, I will read this one. It's called Breadcrumbs. A note of music, pine needles, and pictures of our grandmothers. Nails from Noah's Ark, remnants of a nightgown, a blurred picture of a full moon about to eclipse. Saffron in a jar. A tiny flashlight used for the wrong reasons. Four words you said over and over. A note of music. Your sister's yelling. The note that I spilled milk I would cry over knowing it was pointless. A six-foot-tall memory full of shame and sordid details. The splinters of picnic tables and old bridges passed down like broken diamond heirlooms. A note of music, scent of jasmine and tangerines peeled in one long peel. A wobbly bicycle wheel, toothberry money and a glass of water, a rabbit's broken, unlucky feet. Climbing scars, rusted bars, consent forms, seashells clamoring, coastline conundrums, tsunami dreams, a word that means the same as goodbye. Your mom's hair falling out, spray paint, the shoeshine man, a whiskey bottle shattered, stepped on, a train trestle trembling and chalky chanting, lost dog posters, and one shoe by the freeway. A note of music, a story too close to a nightmare, a wind chime, a reason to escape, a storm like any other, a lake deeper than dreaming, a sundial that stole time straight from the bone. A note of music, a note of music, a note of music, a whispered apology, an excuse that can't, an excuse that can't excuse, a view of the ocean, sandpaper hands, the world map 
full of push pins in your hallway, a dress made of leaves, a tall tale of creation, a teacher's desk, Cleopatra's last words, kissing her eyes closed, a song of madness, three old bullets, a young deer hanging upside down in the driveway, hospital bracelets, stamps from 24 countries, a hand-me-down guitar, a note of music, a voice like yours, a book about Bibles, a blank stare, a baptism by water, then fire, a new fable of phoenixes that eclipse Icarus, you by the water singing to me. Coconut shells clap to make the sound of horses coming. Horses trampling down tough ground. Wild, angry battle horses come from the north. Tails flying. Horseshoes, a deck of cards, a backgammon board. Poker for pennies. A pen with four colors of ink. A 30-foot deep well we were afraid to look into. A skeleton key. The smell of sheetrock. The sound of coyotes at the front door. A note of music, no front door, Christmas cookies, Spanish moss, angular dancers, Canadian dollars, a king's velvet crown, a street paved in hours and torn tarot cards, a wishbone, a dandelion, your grass-stained hands searching for words you said over and over, Eve's last bite, staples through skin, clobbering rhythms, tap dance shoes, a note of music, pine needles, and pictures of our grandmothers leading us home. Thank you. Oh, did I just go too far? Maybe a little bit. Oh, did I just go too far? Maybe a little bit. Did I just go too far?